I wouldn't say I figured it out, but I'm happy with what I've got. Yeah, basically. yeah, pretty much. Right. He said it's more of a journey and there's mm. no end in it, destination of finding purpose. It's yeah. just being happy along the way, I guess. Yeah, here, man. Far out. I see depression as like your body's telling you that the character you are right now isn't working mm-hmm. and you need to be someone else and turn into someone else and change the character and where like the situation it's in mm. because that obviously is not working because I'm unhappy. Yeah. And you, you, your body's physically and mentally and everything telling you that I, this isn't working and I'm so depressed. Mm. It's just a, depression's just a label as well. It doesn't have to be seen as like this thing that like it's bad to be, have depressed. Everyone goes through depressive stages. Dave not coming back. That's all it's called. <laughs> Chris Pratt, who's no longer fat. <laughs> <laughs> You are listening to Relatables. Season one. Episode 11. Let's go. I, I always get scared because I don't want to do the number. I'm going to get it wrong in the episode. <laughs> we do. We're like, what was the episode? What was the episode? Uh, so if we're very cheery right now, it's just because we listen to a very cool song. Ooh, it is that cool. That introduced to me. So we're in a fucking good mood. Ah. Should we tell them about the song quickly? Yeah, why not? Go for um, it. Daisy Jones and the Six is an Amazon Originals fucking series. Um, series. Yeah. And I went into it not knowing how... Amazing it is. I got whipped on it. Oh, he was so um, recommending it, but you thought it was a true story, didn't you? I thought it was a true story. But it's not. I, it's not. I was told it's not. I tried looking it up. It's a bit, I think they're really old band. They were an actual band, actually. Okay. Because okay, okay, I looked, okay. there was photos and yeah. someone like recreated them. Yeah. And then they made all these soundtracks with heaps of good storylines between Daisy and Billy. I think the main, I could be wrong who the main guy is. Yep. And it is, the music's actually heaps good. Yeah, well, that was, I didn't, you told me after the fact. Yeah, I wanted to I see your reaction. To the song and I was like, shit, yeah, 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 put me in a heaps good mood. But yeah, so if you if you want something to watch, go on Daisy Jones and the Six on Amazon. So you highly recommend, I, I'll, I'll need to watch it. Heaps good. And um, a little bit, um, no, I would say it's a little bit girlish, but okay. like, I, ah, look, no, right, I loved it. I love this. It's the, a good no, change. It's a soppy, soppy. It was a good change from, um. The Last, the last of, us. of Us. Yeah, but okay. I loved it. I love a little soppy, like, six, fucking six, six, love story in the end. And is it all out? Can yeah, you binge it? Yeah, you can binge okay. it. And they're like, like our episodes. We love, oh, we love, binge. love it. Isn't it funny how you'll think of a three-hour movie like, oh, crap, that's kind of long, but then you'll watch seven hours straight <laughs> of a show and then like Netflix is like, are you still alive? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> are you still breathing? <laughs> are, you, are you all good? Fuck, that's a bit of an insult. I'm are never, you depressed? I've never thought of that before, eh? <laughs> <I know. laughs> they're saying something there. It's like, I mean, they're doing the... Like that's what they want is they want us to watch their shit. Yeah, legit. But um, I have an update from last week about the guy that was stealing food. The cereal food stealer. The cereal food stealer. <laughs> okay, so uh, day after we recorded that night, he came back to pick up. He was listening. He was. Um, <laughs> he came back to pick up a meal from Menulog, and um. I went inside and, okay, I'm not a big fan of confrontation. I just didn't know how to handle it. So I went in and got my boss and was like, the guy that is stealing food's outside. Oh, you're not very good with confrontation. I know, but I just didn't want to like attack him because he would have come back at me. So I was just like, okay, I'll let him handle this. Like, you know, no, 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 no. He's above me. This is his job. Mm. And so he he goes, okay, cool. He's like, really? Okay, cool. And then my boss is chill as. Did you tell him him our plan? No. I didn't tell him our plan, (laughs) unfortunately. But you know him. You know he's super chill. But um, okay, so he goes out. I'm inside doing something else, kind of maybe taking up in the bar or whatever. And then he comes back in and he just like nods at me and he came in and was like, okay, you can go give him his food. And he was all happy. Yeah. And I was like, what, what happened? He goes, oh, I just rinsed him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. You go, apparently he just went straight up to him and was like, 
give me my money. Is that what he said? That's exactly what he did. And the guy's like, oh, what? And he goes, yeah, I went up to him and said, just, I was like, give me my money. You stole food. We had to pay for it. You got to pay us back. And the guy obviously denied it. Yeah. And so they spoke for a minute or two or whatever. And um, so he come back in and it's just, I don't know. I, and then, so then I went out yeah. to give him the meal he was picking up. You, you were a good cop. I was, and then he, <laughs> so, sorry about this guy. As soon as I go out, he goes, the guy's looking, he's like, oi, bro. <laughs> like, he, he goes, he goes, oi, bro, don't believe everything you hear. Yeah. And I was like, he's like, if you have something to say, say it. I swear to God. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit. And he goes, I have no reason to steal from you. Why would I steal? And I was like, you tell me. Yeah. This is like how the conversation, I was like, I don't know, man, you tell me. And so I was like, bring the meal over. And he goes, I have no reason to steal from you. People try to get their money back. Yeah, okay. And I was like, no, that's not how it works. Like they ordered takeaway to not leave their house. Why would they want to come back to pick something up? Yeah. So he's getting all mad and then he's like trying to prove his point by showing me his his deliveries. Yeah. How much, showing me how much money he makes. He goes, look, I have no reason to steal. Yeah. And I kind of, I didn't say it, but I just was nodding my head. You know, I just kind of wanted him to fuck off. But um, Was it good I, money? <laughs> I don't know. He was kind of proving his point. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, he's proving my point. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I was, and just the effort he went through to try and prove that he didn't need to do it made me think, you obviously did it. Yeah. You know? He went over and above. So I was like, come on, man. And then now he's been in sins and we just don't trade any words you know yeah, okay. so but he hasn't we haven't had callbacks you haven't had any callbacks i was like he's scared to do wrong. I was like, man you just it can't be coincidence man like, he's scared to eat your food yeah he's scared to eat our food yeah. like he's on to the next i just i felt like <laughs> saying yeah he's on to the next i felt like saying like just call us up 15 minutes before you come to pick up that meal order something we'll make it and you just have to pay for it <laughs> Like I didn't say it, but like I wanted to. Like a normal to. human being. Like any normal guy. So. Well, look, why you wait? Why he was waiting that time? Yeah, like, and the only thing I can think of is like, okay, let's say he didn't steal it, and just both days in a row for some reason, when he dropped the food off, someone saw him drop it off and just went and took it. Yeah. And I was like, I just think that's not going to happen. Yeah. You know. Well, at least he's not going to steal anymore. You, <sighs> you really manned up and told him. Man, I <laughs> hope he doesn't. It was kind of like I was like, oh, this is adrenaline rush. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. shit. Well, that's good. Um. Yeah, but how has your week been? No, no, that's silly business, Jake. All right. No, silly- I have. Um. <laughs> you asked your dad last week the um question oh, of, yeah, yeah. of life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, have you figured it out? Have you figured out life? Life's purpose. Yeah. And I thought I'm gonna go ask my dad. Let's go. How do you and go? um, if anyone knows my dad, which probably most people listening don't, mm. he's very just very chilled man, and um. He really took the question on board. This is uh, the only way. I don't know if I'm using this word correctly, but the only way I can describe your dad is nonchalant. Yeah, that's the word. So if you don't know what that means, look it up. That's Oddie's dad. So we were at um at a job working, and um we're just putting in like heap like 100, 150 plants. So we're just oh, slowly okay, so getting kind of like yeah, like you don't have to concentrate. You can talk shit the whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we're talking shit, and then I just hit him with, um, do you reckon you've figured out life, dad? Ooh. Like do you ever like you found your purpose? And he goes, he pondered on it for a second. <laughs> and he goes, it's a really good question. And I was just like, hey, so I'm like, and I said, no, no rush, mate. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> He's paying me to be there. <laughs> yep, yep. And he, um, when you asked your dad, did he give you an answer straight away? He was like, so when I asked him, we had family over. So he kind of felt a bit of pressure. So he stood there for a second and then he, Maybe a minute, I reckon yeah. he gave me a minute and he goes, and then he was like, yeah. Yeah. So I had a minute. Yeah, okay. So initially, dad took a little bit to um, answer, but he said no at the start. Oh. He said he hasn't figured out life. At the start. 
And um, on paper, paper, he probably looks pretty good. Family, loving family and everything. He looks great on paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, blah, blah, blah. And then he, he started thinking about it a bit more and he took me on this journey of his life. That's <laughs> sick. I wish my dad did this. Because he kind of, I told him it was for the podcast and it's like we often um, have a lot of conversations around not knowing what you want to do in life mm, mm, mm. and like not having a purpose. Mm-hmm. And he told me about when he was like 23, he was working at like some chicken farm, like doing the shit jobs. <laughs> was he working at a chicken farm? Like a freeze frozen chicken farm. He took me oh, on this journey. So they were all dead already. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah, butcher. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Shit. He was like packing them or something like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. And he took me on this journey of like figuring out his life. And he basically came to the conclusion that there's never, you're never going to have a purpose, but he's happy with where his journey became, like where, yeah. where the end journey is. Okay. And um, in the end, like, he the best thing he said he found purpose in is nature, and he feels connected to nature. That's why he works as a horticulturist and outside. Yeah. And he said, um, at the end of the day, he said, I don't know if I found a purpose, but he said I am happy. Oh, at the end of the day, shit. So I don't know if that answers the question, but I think that's more of how we're feeling. That is a cool answer. And he also said like things about like family, how good like he's ended up with a good family yep, yep. and like money hasn't been a massive issue in his life. No, yeah, yeah. But yeah. He, he had the pressures from his parents to go do a thing and he, he was a food technologist to start and he fucking hated it. So yeah. also they were like kind of the type of parents that said you need to go and yeah, do, yeah. you need to do this. And then he said to his parents like, oh, I'm going to go. He went traveling for six months around Australia. Yep. And then he came back and said, I'm going to go back and do horticulture. And his parents were like, no, don't do that. You've just done your food technology degree. Like, don't do that. Fuck. And he said, basically, he said, well, I'm going to do what makes me happy. Yeah. And just copped another three, four years of no money. And then in the end, yeah. he was good. And he likes being connected with nature. So he found his purpose in the end. Yeah. Like from just being happy and doing things that he actually enjoyed and not listening to anybody else on the outside, which I thought was like kind of representative of how we're feeling. True. Yeah, that is true. Okay, yeah. that's cool. So he's like, look. I wouldn't say I figured it out, but I'm happy with what I've got. Yeah, basically. yeah, pretty much. Right. And he is, so my dad's 50, your dad's 58? Yeah. Fuck, something like that. Know, something like that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a bit older. He's an older. Yeah. He took his time. My dad didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, that's cool. He teaches horticulture now as well. Yeah, exactly. So he now teaches the thing he loves. And he said, you just, he said, you just learn from doing like life experience. And then yeah. that's how like, it's just, the, uh, he said it's more of a journey and there's mm-hmm. no end at destination of finding purpose. It's yeah. just being happy along the way, I guess. Yeah, yeah, man. Far out. And it was actually made work go really we quickly. We should start too. asking <laughs> more older people. Yeah, older I have, people. I have someone else I want to ask and it's um a couple of, like you know them. I mean, I mean, they probably don't care if I know them, but I'll save it until I ask them. Yeah. But they're away. So it's some friends I work with, their parents are away. Mm. And um, they were showing me, they're like going, a, been going around Australia a fair bit in just a small camper van mm. with their ute or whatever. And they're just like sending photos of their day. Like, or they just like play chess. I don't know. Yeah. Play Scrabble or whatever. I don't know. What are they? They just like play board games, go for walks like go fishing and stuff. And they just look so happy not doing anything with that. Yeah. And I was just like, I wonder, I would love to ask them if they figured it out. Like, I don't know. It's I, so I'm, trying, I'm thinking it's just like you figure out your, mm. what makes Oddie happy, what makes yeah. Jake happy. And yeah. like if it's ball game, ours might be fucking gone surfing and then lifting some weights when we're 50. I don't okay. know, something like that. Yeah. it's yeah, And it doesn't yeah. need to be that complicated. Nah. That's what I've been thinking as well. That's it's like, what, man, yeah. I don't, whenever I stress, it's like, I just don't need to get so deep about it. Yeah. Well, I think we are overcomplicating it. You know, it's just, it isn't that deep of a question because it's like, yeah, life is life. Yeah. But um, so that's cool. Cool yeah. answer from your dad. A hmm. couple more things just quickly on the um, intro, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. is so I was 
talking about older people, this one is in particular a lot older. Yeah. I was at the shops the other day and you know a zebra crossing? Yeah. You're supposed to let people cross. Yeah. And I was like stood there. I saw a car coming and I got there before him, but I still waited because I don't know some people. You're a good bloke. I'm a good bloke. Yeah. Because you just wait for him to stop. Yep. And this older fellow whose missus was in the car and he was looking straight ahead and like it's like maybe he had zero peripherals and he was just looking straight ahead not doing anything and he just kept going <laughs> and he just like drove right across the <laughs> zebra crossing and then there was another car in front of him that stopped and he had to stop on the zebra oh. crossing and I was initially kind of like wow what a dick and brush it off and then I looked at him and he still just had no idea he didn't look at me he didn't look and I just like kind of laughed to myself and I was like some people are too old to drive eh? <laughs> he had oh no yeah idea. he had no idea he was older yeah and he had zero idea that, oh it was funny there's some horrible drivers out there in the yeah. world i feel like this is we get a bit of road rage out on our podcast lately yeah. recently <laughs> fucking hell I, I got um asked the other day to go do that eye test have you got up been asked to do that i've walked past and been asked but i said no no like for your license my license got cancelled if i don't do an eye, te- eye oh, no, eyesight no, test oh, not an, at no. the service new south wales no i did i did that literally walked in there and i don't know it must be random mm. and she put this thing on the screen literally the most easy thing to read i've ever seen in my life yeah. it was like the thing behind us well think about the signs <laughs> that are out on the road they're huge and i was just like i went in there and i was just i said it in like 10 seconds and she goes all right thanks I was like, that was the biggest waste of my fucking time what like, it must be random there's no indication that i can't see and i was just like this mm. was wasted it had to go to Aaron and do that and i did it like two days before um the due date Oh, that's so annoying. But I'm like, maybe that's for that's understandable for if it randomly picks some 90 year old man. Yeah, definitely. Who definitely. Needs it. definitely. <laughs> so it makes me feel a bit better. Um, someone like that zebra man maybe needs it. <laughs> yeah, right. That's funny. I hate it when Specsavers. I went to Specsavers once to get my eyes tested, and then they prescribed me glasses, and I had to pay for them. They're expensive, and then I put them on, and they didn't do anything. Mm. I was like, so my eyes are. So my eyes are fine, <laughs> and people are like, "Oh, well, glasses." I was like, "Well, they told me I have to wear them, so I'm wearing them." They just and want then I just money. Completely, yeah. I was, they just yeah. want money. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, end was, of the day, it's just business. Oh, it is. It's business, it's business, business. business you exactly. Know? It just was like fucking spec savers. You suck. Mm. So just be honest. Yeah. Maybe I'll need them in the future. Who yeah. Knows? Yeah. Maybe. I'm hoping you go bald and blind when you get older. <laughs> eh? <laughs> Talking about baldness, I saw on uh, one of our Instagram posts. I don't know if you saw it. Someone commented. Um, I just want to say the shaved head, yes. Really? And I forgot to tell yes. you to right now. <laughs> I, did, I wish I saw it. Oh, man. And um, yes, yeah, so it must suit you, man. They yeah. liked it. Fuck they yeah. liked it. Fuck they got yeah. that. You got the Channing Tatum cut. Yeah, we went. No, I went out in the weekend and I got told I looked like a hench Ziggy Alberts. Ooh. So I was like, I'll, I'll take that. That's like like a bulk Ziggy Alberts. Yeah. Is that what they mean? Yeah, that's what, and I was like, I'll take it. I'll take Shit, it. Shit, man. It was from a man, but like, we'll take that. Fuck yeah. Where'd you go? Oh, yeah, that's right. I know where you went. Oh, I you were <laughs> <I was> working. <laughs> oh, man. Radio. You want to jump into yeah, it? Yeah, let's get into it. Oh, yeah, I got a, um, a scenario for you. Scenario? Bit of a scenario that I'm... It's a situation that I'm in. Okay. okay? I love, love these. So, I got Tinder. You got Tinder? Tinder, Tinder, Tinder. I was at work. One of the guys was... Um, so, I saw it on his phone. He was going to show me something. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh does Tinder work? Mm. And he starts talking about it. And he's like, give me the ups and downs. Like, he's, give me the, he's going in depth. Yeah. And um, so, he fully convinced me mm. to get it. But what he was convincing me was to pay for Tinder Gold, yeah. which I haven't done. I, I, I was then I was like, fuck. Are you lying to me, Jake? I actually haven't. <laughs> I'll show you after. I'll show you after. I actually haven't. But um, so he was convincing me that he was like, if you pay for it, it actually is good. And I was like, fuck, right. So he convinced me to get it. And I got it. 
And you don't have to then, ju- you don't have to justify I've, being lonely. Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy got me to do it. He got me to get it. You know, <laughs> I do have to. I mean, I wouldn't have got it without him. So yeah. I know it's kind of funny. It's kind of fun to it's go fun. on there. And I just like put in my description. Like you just put photos up, and then in my description I wrote, "Um, I'm six foot." Yeah. So I was like, "That's gonna get swipes. That's <laughs> definitely gonna get swipes." Um, but okay, so I'm match with a girl. Attractive. Good start. Good start. And um, okay, let's go. Long story short, I won't tell you how I got what I messaged. I've shown Oddie. He actually, he actually does say he has seen it. And then, so yesterday, oh no, today, today we planned to hang out, like go on a date. Nervous, right? Nerve wracking. But so yesterday, she messaged me, and so like she was heaps keen, mm. and like both heaps keen or whatever seemed good. And then, so yesterday she goes. She said, like, I'm so sorry. Like, you're going to hate me. Um, yada, yada, yada. I'm so sorry. I um, had a hair appointment on one day we both could only do tomorrow. And then she said, can we please reschedule? I'll plan it seeing as I'm the one who cancelled. Mm. And so initially I was looking at it and I was like, okay. And initially I was going to just like totally be like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. But then I thought about it and I was like, okay. So she's said... Like, I'll reschedule. Like, yeah, so, okay. she said, because I'm the one doing this, she was like, I am really keen, like, yada, yada, yada. And so, I went nice about it. And I was just like, oh, it's all good. Yep, we can reschedule. Hmm. And um, so, basically, she has put the effort into reschedule. Yeah. It's been rescheduled. <laughs> but I want to know, basically, what you think. Oh, so, situ- my, oh. yeah, so, my initial situation, I was thinking, I was like, who cares about your hair? Yeah. Like yeah. if you wanted to go, you'd go. And that's why I was going to be like, okay, don't even worry about but, it. But, but girls. I know. And that's when I thought girls, they are, they like love you, their hair. Those hair appointments can take like eight hours. I found out. I know. Yeah. Like it's not just. We, that's what. <laughs> we go to the barber for 30 minutes. And yeah, I know. Yeah. Also, I was like, it's just like a 30 minute thing. It's just your hair. But then I was like, nah, it's a girl. Yeah. She could be getting like a. I don't know. She's getting a trim. She's getting it colored. She's getting it. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. She's getting the. They put that thing on top of your head. The foil in the yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. It's getting washed. It's yeah. getting blow dried. It's probably getting a massage in she's there. Probably, yeah, it's probably, she's probably getting a um, facial. To your situation, Tinder is predominantly known for... Anyway, I did this. Yeah. You talk a lot of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then yeah. when it comes down to it, run away like a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. And that is... I can. I reckon that's the same for dudes that it is for girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you were telling me that story, mm. I was thinking this bitch is all fucking talk. Yeah, all talk. That's what I was thinking. This bitch, she's been flirting away, and then now when it comes down to it, hanging out, she's like, oh, "I've got a hair appointment." But mm. you chucked a spanner in the works. We're yep. saying she's gonna reschedule it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she, has she told you the date? Like, yeah. what, what are you doing? She's proper like rescheduled it. She's and it's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say go of your heart, and I reckon she's doing the right thing. Okay, cool. So uh, what I was thinking was. Go with it. Yeah. I'll go with it. I'll be all like, you know, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I did play it pretty cool at one point and I texted her. So at this point, we've tra- exchanged numbers. So it's not texting on Tinder anymore. Yeah. It's texting on phone number. Yeah. Sorry, on text. And um, so what I said was, <laughs> I was like trying to be all mysterious and cool. I was like, I'm just going to leave the ball in your court. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then she said, so then, then, then she goes, oh, I actually feel really bad. Okay, cool, cool, cool. She's like, when are you free next? Let's do this. So 
I was like, fuck it. Second chance, easy. But if she cancels again, oh, that's off. Ghosted. Yeah, ghost. You could- ghosted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon just, yeah, just be a good human and yeah. go in open and be like, maybe she was just made a mistake about her hair. Yeah. Her hair, but one thing, her hair better look fucking good on that date. True. <laughs> and that's the first thing I'm going to be commenting on is your hair looks great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, but that's you, my. You could power move it. Yeah. Get there late and be like, sorry, I was at the barber. <laughs> <laughs> Should I book a barber's appointment? You could. If that you would be You could funny. power move it from the start. Show who's wearing the pants, but yeah. that's too mind gamey. No, nah, I reckon. Nah. We, we don't want to be like toxic. No, we don't want to be toxic. We Are you going to keep us updated with how it goes? Do you reckon? Yeah, sure. How about, so we're recording this this week. I think by the next time. Two weeks. I right. may have. So next time we record. So this is, so you guys listen to this. A week from now for the people listening. Yeah. A week from now is when I'll give them an update. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. What I was thinking was I could have gone all toxic masculinity on her. Mm. And it's like one like... So I didn't want to seem like a pushover. Yeah. And I didn't want to... I really didn't want to be like, nah, it's cool. Don't worry about it. I kind of wanted to be like, okay, all good. Yeah, we can reschedule. Yeah. I just didn't want to make her like... It's weird the mind games you play. You know right? the mind games, especially the, fuck, and the mind games I was playing in my own head. Have you called her? Like talk no. to her. In per- that's yeah. See, it's no. so hard to gauge over text though. So I've been thinking because see, if I reckon if she called you and said, "Oh, sorry, I've done that," you would have been sweet. Like if she called you instead of texting, she would have just been sweet <sighs> from the start, and your reaction would have been, like, "Oh, that's all good. Next week, that's yeah, fine." Shit, okay, yeah, yeah. It's just because yeah. it's so hard to gauge a conversation on text. That's true. Maybe I, sh- I don't know. It's kind of weird, like FaceTime and. Because I've never actually met her. Are you like flirting heaps or is it just, we'll see how it goes on the date? Are you like texting heaps? It was kind of like, we'll see how it goes on the date. Yeah, I like, like that better. But I think it like, yeah, because like I, we haven't been texting heaps because I just hate that. Yeah, same. And um, look, but I th- I think it'll go well. Yeah. I think it'll go well. Yeah. And it's like semi-flirtation flirtations on text. But sorry, back to what I was saying. I didn't want to be a pushover. So I was like, do I take the toxic masculinity route? Mm. And um. Do you think there's like any benefit to that? No. No? Because like I'm not like that. <laughs> no. I'm really not like that. But some guys are. Ah. Like does treating me and keep keen in that situation work or do you need to dare, like meet I've them first? I've heard like that before, before. Like it's sort of like nice guy. Like you just push over. You say, oh, it's fine. Like and then they kind of get angry that you don't care. This yeah, I was yeah. This one's probably too soon. But like if you have a girlfriend and then like she like does something bad or like um cancels a date twice mm-hmm, say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you get nuts we don't really i'm not fussed they sometimes they they care that you don't care yeah <laughs> they want a reaction they want to be like damn i was so keen yeah yeah like which fuck. i was pretty keen yeah <laughs> you should have just been like <laughs> i was like devoted i really wanted to hand her she's way no, out of my league <laughs> you should have just sent like a crying emoji left a couple of hours and then be like oh, i guess it's all good <laughs> <laughs> That would have been toxic. That would have made her feel bad, bad. Yeah. But like the fact, I think that she's put effort into reskilling. I think it's going to be sweet. Yeah, I've got faith. I've got faith. So I'll keep you guys updated. If she cancels again, you guys will know she's getting ghosted. Let's go. All right, Jake. I've um, got a little, I've got to preface this before we go into it. Mm -hmm. So you're in school. Mm -hmm. You're doing either like a creative writing or you've got to write a poem and you're trying to like, there's all these words on the board, like juxtaposition. And that's the only one I can remember. And all these <laughs> silly words, like the teachers are telling you to use in your stupid poems. And then you- Oh, ones you have to fit in there. Yeah, like all, yeah. The, all these like themes and all this other silly business. And you go hand it in and she says, this is shit. And you, <laughs> and you go, well, fuck off, pretty much. 
Yes. Like, and everything you try, you go back and forth with her and she's telling you this isn't how it works and you're like, I wrote it, this is how it works. Oh. Like, blah, 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 blah. You need explanations here and it's like, no, there's no explanation. It's just a fucking curtain. Yeah. And <laughs> like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then end of the day, you come back 65%, everyone's happy. Yeah. But only the end of the day, like... Like, don't tell me, like, what my things mean and stuff. <laughs> and, and then you deter me from doing any, like, creative journeys because you basically told me I'm shit at it from the start. Yes. And all my themes don't make sense and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, I thought, there's no teachers now. So, I would write myself a poem slash creative, like, little thing. Mm-hmm. And... I'll go first, I reckon. I'm, I reckon you, I want you to come back with your own. and then cause, Oh, like next week? Yeah, next week and right. see how you go. And basically, <sighs> this is just me expressing myself without anyone who's an English teacher telling me that this is bad. So, is this an essay? Right? No, it's not an essay. It's like a creative. It's, like, it's sort of like a poem. It's just me creating how I'm um, expressing how I feel, Jake. And I, I was hoping you don't say it shit. <laughs> It's like, okay, 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 okay. So, but yeah, basically, it was just like, you, you get deterred in school. Like, you don't ever want to try again because all you don't fit all the um, little categories of all the English things they got going on. This isn't, you're not reading it right now. I'm going to read this, yeah. Oh, I thought that was part of it. Oh, no. I no. was starting to listen. No, no. Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. I'm ready, I'm ready. I'm gonna, my handwriting's minging, but this is like the first thing I've written since school's finished, I'm pretty sure. Like, oh, sort yeah. of like long. I haven't written a thing. <clears throat> okay. Bear with me. I'm going to try and do it. Let's go. I'm trying to get in the mind of like a poet. <laughs> like, Fuck. Okay, I'm trying. I won't smile or anything. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. The state of the world means that we're on our own. We care more about the money in our bank account, bank account than the things going on in our body. I catch myself feeling numb to the world, trying to find purpose in meaningfulness. In meaningless. Fuck, I'm going to go again. <laughs> Do you want me to read it? No, no, no. You won't be able to read it. I hate it fucking reading. All right. Oh, you're shaking? Yeah, I know. I am. Leave this in. Oh. Let people know how human you are. Okay. <laughs> the state of the world means that we're on our own. We care more about the money in our bank account than the things going on in our body. I catch myself feeling numb to the world, trying to find purpose in meaningfulest tasks. I may not have the answers, but here's what I might have figured out. Life's a journey. No two the same. Comparison shouldn't exist and depression is your body telling you that something has to change. Happiness is a choice. Whether you like it or not, life has no purpose. All that matters is that you find your right journey and listen to your heart. Change is never too late and the world should be run on people's values, not a silly little number in your bank account. Yeah. Let's go. That was good, man. The bird in the background like that too. Yeah, shit. Sorry about the bird, but that yeah. was good. You reckon? I actually like it. You don't reckon, like, if you were an English teacher, what would you say? I actually, I don't know. I mean, like, if you were to have come to me, so do I need to do a similar topic? No, no. You just, I just want you to express yourself in a bit of writing, and I uh, just like, oh, in a way that you would now today have two wives, Jake. Fuck. Okay. No, dude. I actually, I agree with everything you said in it. All of it. Yeah, I agree with all of it. I've been thinking recently, actually. So the whole money, like I've been just, I don't know if I'm driving and thinking about it. Like money is, it's been wigging me out that it is just a bunch of numbers in an app. Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. It's just numbers in an app. Well, same with cash. Someone agreed upon that this piece of paper is worth this amount of money and that this is worth my amount of time. Yeah, and I've been really, I've been getting pretty confused by it lately in the sense that like if every single person in the world right now went to their bank and asked for all of their money out of their banking account in cash which you have the right to do yeah 
I'm pretty sure there isn't enough cash in the world for that. Really? Nah, there isn't. Yeah, right. There isn't. There, it's all like decentralized and shit. And um, yeah, so it's been really wigging me out lately. The whole same like what evidently what the <laughs> fuck is money and why do you need a lot of it to have a I don't know, Be to happy. have a lot. Yeah. And but I, I definitely agree with the happiness is a choice thing. I like whether you like it or not. Yeah. Like and also depression, how it's your body telling mm. you there's something wrong. And there's a change. I just hate how there's so many things of um I hate how doctors are so quick to just to prescribe. Mm. And it's you know Well I saw something that was just like I don't. I I know everyone's got their own situation. They need. I don't agree with handing someone a pill and saying that's you good. I know someone needs it in certain situations. Don't get me wrong. Mm. But um, I see depression as like your body's telling you that the character you are right now isn't working, mm-hmm. and you need to be someone else and turn into someone else and change the character and where like the situation it's in mm. because that obviously is not working because I'm unhappy. Yeah. And you, you, your body's physically and mentally and everything telling you that I, this isn't working. I'm so depressed. Mm. It's just a, depression's just a label as well. It doesn't have to be seen as like this thing that like it's bad to be, have depressed. Everyone goes through depressive stages. Mm. And once you get depression, it's, it's just a label. And you just got to get out somehow of being depressed with being changing your life, changing things. We talk about fitness, going to sunlight, doing little steps like this to get out and not necessarily. There's a time and a place for a pill, but not necessarily turning to science and getting like a prescribed pill that numbs it. Numbs, it numbs it. It doesn't actually solve it. Yeah. So my take on it is I don't, I really don't like to be, I don't want to sound judgy because I don't think, I, I've never had depression. Like, I, I don't know. I, I think that if I have had it before in my life or if I have it, I feel like I would have maybe seen someone by now. So mm-hmm. that's why I think I don't have it. And I'm happy. Like I choose to be happy. I'm, I'm happy to admit that I'm happy. But um, so I'm, what was this example? Um, basically, like, okay, a kid goes like, I don't know, if a kid goes to a doctor and is there's scenarios that happen at school, happen in life, you know, they – they can get out in words. They can tell them how they feel. And then the doctor's like, okay, I believe you have mild depression mm. and I'm going to give you a mild dose of um, an antidepressant, mm. you know, just to kind of fix the chemical imbalances. It's like, I think I'm pretty sure that's what they do. Yeah. But um, I've like, I'm yet to find out, but I'd be interested to know like if anyone listening has struggled with it and then gone to a doctor and, um, you know, basically the doctor's like asking how you're feeling, you tell them how you're feeling and then they prescribe it to you. What sort of questions does the doctor ask is what I'd be really intrigued by. It's mm. stuff like, um, what do you do in your spare time? What mm. time do you go to bed? What time do you wake up? What's your diet like? Yeah, how they diagnose it. Um, how many, you know, what's your life with your parents like? What's, you know, do you work out? Do you, like all these little questions because there is... Um, a lot of things you can do naturally to make yourself feel better. And like you said, there's definitely people that have proper yeah. imbalances in the brain. But I'd be so intrigued if someone has gone through it, been prescribed antidepressants and, I don't know, still on them. If they say, you know, you guys are wrong, they work, we need it. I'd be like, oh, fair enough. Well, I've never experienced it. But if they 
I would love to know what the doctor asked them. Mm. That would be just the most interesting thing. I think me. it's a therapist a lot of the time as well. Yeah, I would love to know what they ask. Them. And I hope that like you more they give a crack of talking it out to start, mm. like getting down to the problems of why it's arise and see, can we change that with fitness or can we change that yeah. with working out your relationship with your parents? Yeah. And I hope it's a good six month period or something before, yeah. they, before they hand you a silly little pill yeah. and say take that once a day. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, I don't. It's just a tough thing that, especially we're fighting with young people. I see a lot of, I, I, I want to say a lot of young girls get it a, a lot more, but I've seen. It, mm. I definitely have, it's maybe because they're more open to talk about their feelings and they get diagnosed. But I'm hoping that I want more conversations around it because it's sort of seen as if someone's on antidepressants, it's like, oh, there's something wrong with them. Where, yeah. where and then it's like it's more should be talked about and it should be an open space where people can talk about their feelings and why I'm sad and hopefully that makes it easier to, to deal with the problems because mm. I've seen that people I've cared about it takes away their flair their personality their yeah some people don't like the medication because they feel numb yeah yeah I yeah. think there's cases of that some was, people feel good on it. yeah exactly there's it's it's completely like yeah. down to the individual but i don't want to act like i know heaps of no no yeah. i just i want to like start a conversation around it and yeah. I, I guess in the way my poem whatever you want to call it was like an expression of how mm. my life i'm trying to I've, we also talk about figuring out life like we said yeah. at the start and there's a bit about like me thought of thinking about my dad saying there's no purpose mm. and that's sort of like where my thinking process is with everything that i'm trying to figure out and there's some answers that i've personally sort of figured out okay. that were for me but yeah. it's, it's all subjective in the end fuck man but yeah it's all um far out and the main thing the one thing i liked at the end it was change is never too late Everyone thinks yeah. you're stuck in your situation. Like, I've done it. It's like, my job sucks, blah, blah, blah. I'm fat. I yeah. don't like how I look. It's never too late. What's that um, saying where it says, like, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago and today? Yeah. Like, yeah. do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, That's a very good saying. I like that. Um, I'm reading this book called, okay, I don't remember what title. It's something about being 20. I don't know. Yeah. And I didn't, initially was a bit off it, like, didn't think I wanted to read it before I started reading it. I was like, oh, this is going to be self-helpy. Someone recommended it, but it's not. It's actually pretty cool. Um, and there's this psychoanalyst, I think she is. Is she a psychoanalyst? No, I think she might just be a therapist. Yeah. Whatever. But she very, very specializes in 20 to 30, yeah. in 20s or the 20s. And um, she had one guy come in and he said that he's 25 and he said he felt like he was in the middle of the ocean and he could go any direction he wanted to, but like without direction if that makes sense so it's like i'm in the middle of the ocean cannot see any land yeah. there's nothing this is how he feels about being in his 20s or where he's at in his life yeah and it's like i could go any direction but what if i go one direction and it's the wrong direction and i've spent heaps of energy going that direction that's a good way i've just wasted it. so much energy yeah and um basically so she's like kind of explaining in the chapter she explains the conversations they had but then at the end of the chapter, she goes more on such and such later. So I'm kind of keen to get to the yeah. chapter that he's in again because I was like, this this chapter was so interesting. And this I was is like, real? Yeah. yeah that's I was cool. like, into it. She goes, this, she was like, the way that he described how he was feeling was just the weirdest thing. And it makes you think like, I don't know. You, you and I talk about trying heaps of different things, yeah. which I do think is good. She talks about going like, you've lived for, so you and I have lived for 22 and 23 years. Mm. So we basically, it's like, we actually do have a fair bit of life experience in the sense of like, we know what we like. Yeah. We know what we're good at. We know this, we know that. Like we do know things. So good conversations to have if you're feeling super lost are like, 
um, you know, I don't know, finding out what you like or whatever, but then she, st- she tries to stay in this book. I don't know if you'll get more into it, but like actually committing to something young isn't a bad thing. Yeah, okay. She goes, a lot of people that drift trying to find what they want to do end up then being behind in the future because they've saved it for their 30s. Whereas they like, I don't know. I semi disagreed with it for a while. Mm. She's kind of swaying me, Wait, but I wanted to go behind in, more in behind in what aspect? So it's like money. Yeah. So basically, because everyone will come, like you and I will compare ourselves to other people in terms of who we think has more experience, mm. say that. And so it's like if you and I were to kind of float around and wait till we were 30 and we still haven't figured out fully what we want to do, she's saying like, you'll compare yourself to the people that when they were 20 started their job or did their uni and then went into that job and they've spent the first seven, like from 23 to 37 years in mm. that job working their way up. It's like they're in a, we'd be comparing ourselves to them thinking they're in a better position. It's like, oh man, maybe I should have done that. Yeah. She said that a lot of the kids she gets in say that. Yeah. And I was just like, oh shit, I didn't realize that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I don't. I don't like that. Nah. Because I said in him, I said what I say, comparison shouldn't exist. Yeah, no, but it, but it does, does exist. It does exist. So it shouldn't, but it does. I feel like I'm trying to change my mindset into the thing like there's people who finished a uni degree, who yeah. finished their apprenticeship, they're working. I don't know if they're happy or not. I don't, I'm trying yeah. to get in the mindset where I'm not comparing myself to fucking Jimmy Boy over there who's a carpenter who's nah. got a cool Land Cruiser or like... Um, Little Jimmy. Little Jimmy boy, <laughs> or like Maya over there, who's a OT yeah. and she's got her shit together. I'm not. They're on different journeys, and yeah. my one right now, although I don't have this cool piece of paper or this cool car or anything mm. behind me, like I don't know what their life's like. So I'm not going to compare because I don't sit down in, in the end of the day in their bed and have their thoughts. Yeah, because there's no way of doing it. I think the difference between you and the people this girl that um, sees in, yeah. her th- in her practice is like they don't think like that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Whereas you are like. I know I can't compare myself. It is we're on our different journeys, um, but I just find the book kind of interesting. It does sound pretty. That, I just that water thing's think, cool. That, yeah. I, that's a good way to explain how I think we're feeling in a little way. Yeah, it's like I was just like that is a great way, you know, middle of the ocean, and what do I do? Yeah, exactly. it's kind of cool, but ah, mm. uh, yeah. But going back to my palm. Oh yeah, out of ten, rate it. Oh shit. Uh, 8.8. 8.8. I liked it. I'll take it. Okay, you got to come back <laughs> next week, and there's no um as in. There's no limits like an English teacher with you. There's no you can be two words if you want. Sweet, sweet. It can be a, a million <laughs> pages. <laughs> okay, cool. There's nothing. There's no rule book. There's no rule book for this, Jake. It All doesn't right. have to be a poem. It doesn't have to be a story. It can be whatever Jake wants to do. I'm gonna get into Just it. Just some writing on some paper. <laughs> let's go. Let's okay, go. let's come back with that. <laughs> okay, Jake. We haven't done this in a little bit. Synopsis time. Ooh, and, no, we haven't. And this is a documentary. Actually, no, we were doing last of us synopsises. No, oh, I mean, okay, uh, movie synopsis. <laughs> it's, it's, not Sorry, a, it's a documentary. Sorry. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It's a documentary, right? <laughs> right, right, right. And this is on YouTube. For, so, for anyone listening who thinks, "Oh, I can't, I can never watch this," it's on binge. It's on YouTube and it's free. <laughs> Let's go. All you need is Wi-Fi. <laughs> and um, it's a little bit. It's called Dave not coming back. That's all it's called. It's called Dave Not Coming, like the name Dave. Yeah, okay. Dave Not Coming Back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it, it starts out as a documentary of this guy named Dave. Mm-hmm. And um, he's a South African diver. And it's in 2004, I think it is. And he's he's got the world record for the longest. It's not very – It's so it starts out as a documentary of tracking Dave, breaking the world record for the deepest dive in freshwater, which oh, is in okay. like a cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's something like 230 meters, I think. <laughs> 
Wait, you mean he jumps from that height? No, like di- like um. Oh no, he diving holds in his breath. Well, no, it's oxygen. Oh, but, but the pressure down there is fucks up. Oh, okay, okay. So he went two hundred. That's a deep. Anyway, they, it's, it's so initially it starts out they want to track um Dave beating this record, but uh-huh. um it takes a bit of a turn for the worse. Anyway, he's beaten it. He's already got the world record, and he goes down. There's this soft, sus as fuck cave in South Africa, and it's like looks like a tadpole pond. And you squeeze through it and then it just keeps going deeper, deeper and deeper. And when he broke the world record, he found a body down there. And it was someone else who tried to break the world record because this must be known for like the deepest fr- um, cave in right, fucking yeah. wherever yeah, in the world. he's got scuba gear on everything. Yeah, everything. And he found this, um, this body down there and he came back up and that's when he broke the world record and he um, wanted to bring this diver back for like diving um, royalty, I don't know. And he yeah. um, met the parents and said, I'm bringing your son home because he died down there trying to break the world record. Right. So... Dude, I feel like I know. Let's keep going. So Dave's, this whole documentary has changed to Dave and all these like 12 scuba divers making this plan to bring back this dead diver who's down at the very bottom of this cave and it's pitch black and the, um, it compresses your lungs when you go down there. So you've got to decompress on the way up. So it takes like 20 minutes to get down there, but it takes like something like 8 to 12 hours to get back up because you've got to decompress your lungs. So they have a um, system where Dave's the best diver and he goes down to the very bottom, which is like 250, wherever the body is, mm-hmm. goes, finds it. And then he comes up to 150 meters, decompresses, hands the body over to the next best diver, yeah. who's Dave's best friend. Uh-huh. He looks like Dave's twin, but he's not. Okay. So <laughs> at 150 meters, he um, goes back up to um, 100 or it's like 75, meets another two divers. They exchange body. He decompresses, keeps going at 50 meters, change body, decompresses, and then goes back to the top. Fuck, okay. And it's, so it's like a 12-hour process and then they both all start decompressing at the levels. And so them, so he, so let's say, so Dave at the bottom at 250 going to 150. Yeah. Is that a very slow... Yeah, just slow. He's going up slow. He's got to go how real do you slow. do it? I, it, it, it? The documentary is done, it's like by just by if you or me record a documentary. Oh, really? Yeah, because like, it was initially just a track saving this guy's body. Yeah. But it's turned into... Um, fuck, I'm not trying to explain it without ruining it until the very end. All right. Um, so Dave, does, they do all the process of how they're going to do it and it's really good timing mm-hmm. and there's something in like the person who plans all the scuba diving shit's called something and she's really good and she's on the ball with everything, timing and all that mm-hmm. and all the gear and how long is it going to take and all these heaps of 12 best divers from around the world come, doctors, blah, blah, blah. And they're hiking all this stuff down South Africa, this cave and it's really interesting. You see the beauty landscape of South Africa okay. and it's heaps good. Anyway, like, so day, day dot when it's coming, they all they all go to their um, Dave goes first, and they all follow him, and they got to they don't, they can't communicate under there. Okay. All they can communicate is when they see, if they see light, and they got this little notepad they can write on because you can't talk, and it's in two thousand and four as well, so there's no like waterproof yeah. radios or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And um, so Dave's got to go all the way to the bottom, at his best mates waiting for him at one hundred and fifty meters. Yeah, and it starts off shit. Um, Dave's best mate's um, thing that tells him how far down he goes cracks under pressure and so he goes way too far and he can see Dave like the whole time and he starts to realise he's been there for too long and he goes too far down Mm-hmm. So his lungs, his lungs are starting to compress. Like at 200 meters, barely anyone, any diver in the world can do that. So he starts realizing he goes back to 150. And he's got to wait for Dave, mm-hmm. and he's just sitting there waiting and waiting. And Dave's got to go down and find the body and bring it back. Yeah. And basically, Dave never comes back. So da- Dave so he dies. Yeah, Dave. Dave dies down there. And fuck. But. I was kind of into that while you were telling that shit. No one knows that Dave's dead because they can't communicate. So they're all waiting at their levels. Oh, so when do they decide to come up? So they make it. They eventually make a call saying Dave said at the start the most important thing is you get yourself up mm-hmm. because um, an alive body is more important than a dead body. And he was prepared to die going down there because it was really hard diving through this other dude person. 
I also went into this not knowing what this was fucking about. <laughs> I Why'd just quick, you watch it? It came up on like, I was watching like top 100 movies you should watch and I Googled it and I just found this one. And it's a YouTube documentary. Damn. And it's intense. But it's, and it's like made from like you or me made it. So it's heaps like, you feel like you're in part of the crew. Yeah, right. Anyway, his best mate, I don't, can't remember his name, unfortunately, but because he went too far down, his lungs are fucked. And he's got to decompress it like way, it way really slower. Long, yeah. And he's getting, he started vomiting and shit. And he's, he's like, he realizes Dave's not coming back. So he's got to slowly make his way up to the next level and decompress. Mm-hmm. And then it, the, like the flow on effect keeps coming where they go up to each level and they say, Dave's not coming back. Next mission is to bring so-and-so back because he's um, really struggling. Right, okay. So the next mission is to, so one of them keeps coming down and seeing him and he's, he's got to take him 12 hours to get back. And it's just saving this guy's life. And he comes, he eventually comes out and they, everyone made it except for Dave and the dead guy at the very bottom. And it's pretty confronting like him decompressing because everyone's coming down to see him and they're all sweet. But he's just got to sit there and wait until his body and his lungs like readjust. I'm sure a scuba diver could explain it way better. And um, I got and like why you need to decompress. Yeah, why you need to decompress. But it gets even worse because they put um, a cam on Dave's head when he went down to go save that body. And basically, they have Dave's last breath. When he was um, going to save that body, he um, got he's got tangled in his because you've got to go a line because it's pitch back and you just have a torch and you follow a line all the way down from the last dive because mm. they tracked it. And when he was doing it, his um, like line kept getting t- um, stuck in like all of his gear and shit, mm. and his torch got in the way and he get in because he had to wear a helmet. It was fucking him up because he's not used to it with his camera <laughs> oh, on it. They- so was, and at that at that um like um compression depth. down there in depth, like there's not much room for like any sort of like franticness. Your body just Oh, you need to be chill. Yeah, you need to be chill. And he starts like he doesn't freak out, but like he realizes I'm not doing this and he can't get the body. So he turns around and he starts like going, but he can't. The body gets stuck in like his gear and shit. So basically, and then his best mate, they were gonna air it on live TV, the his last breath but his mate talks over it because mm-hmm. they thought it wasn't right to air that mm-hmm. and anyway it's fucking scary you just hear him like going like <sighs> and then it's just there's no more breaths and he dies down there uh, wait a sec you literally watch that and yeah, listen to it you can't see anything like of him dying because it's you can pov listen. it's pov and you listen to his last breath and but wait, it, so he's just breathing like semi-normal, and, and you then can it's see, done. You can see like him trying to sort out that dead body, and like um, so he gets down to the dead body. Yeah, he, gets, he finds it, but he gets stuck on all his gear, and he can't um he can't get it back up. And Do he, you see the dead body's face and shit, or is nah, it just a skeleton? No, nah, it's it was in like a wetsuit, and you can't see it. It's just black. Surely it's, down there, it's cold enough to preserve it too. Yeah, it is. It would be. Fuck. They thought it would be a skeleton, but it still had like fatty tissue on it, so um stuffed up their process a little bit. Oh. Anyway, though, it's a very sad story. And he, Dave is like the best diver in the world for whatever his niche of diving is. So is Dave still down there? No. So Dave, before he went down, said to his the guy who was dead, said, I'm going to bring your son home. Mm. And um, his son, the dad, the parents and the mum were waiting at the top to bring his son home or whatever. Anyway, they you know, everything's really sad. It all passes by. And like two days, they say they want to leave. The, they don't want to leave the cave because like, they drop scuba tanks everywhere. Like, we, we want to... like take it back to nature and get all the gear and all the Oh, rubbish. so they like had to drop scuba tanks but then yeah. they wanted to go get them because yeah. that's like not good for them. Yeah, and they're all attached to rope. So they're pulling the rope up and Dave and this other guy are tangled in the rope because that's what caught him and then they pull Dave and the other guy all the way to the top. So and they didn't know that was going to happen? No, because they didn't. They thought he was just... They didn't know how he died. And that's why they, they have the footage of Yeah, that's why they had the footage. So ah. Dave and the other guy got tangled in the rope and then they pull him all the way to the top and... um so Dave stuck to his word and brought that guy's son home, which was like the the theme of the story, which is kind of like it's fucking sad. But how long is it? Uh, hour forty. 
fucking hell. And I went into it willy nilly and I did not know. And it was so and sad. And then you got like into it. And I got so into it. And I was just like, this is, and it was on YouTube too. And I was like, fucking hell. And then some people, man, he's a hero. He's a hero. He died. But, but he, he, there's a clip of him saying like, I'm prepared to die to go down there. So that was like, made it like, Okay. He doesn't even know the guy that died. What? Yeah. He doesn't even know the guy. No. He just sees the guy. So he breaks the record, sees that someone else tried to break the record, but he's dead. Yeah. Comes back up and goes, so obviously figured out who he was because there was a guy that was like, I'm going to attempt this. And then yeah. no one ever got him. He has, a he, plaque, they, and, he has a plaque on the wall because they know he died there trying. And no one ever went to get him? Like, no one else can do it except for Dave. For Dave. Because oh, Dave's the best so in the world. So that guy and Dave, obviously. Yeah. That guy died. Yeah. And, and well, Dave, I think Dave wanted to do like the scuba diving community. He lives in a um, old mine in um, in South Africa that's filled with water, and his day to day is going through the mine in scuba gear and like te- like pra- that's his training ground. It's fucking sick. There's the, some of the shit he does in there. Who is this guy? <laughs> he is a a way better human than I am. Holy shit! Yeah, so I was. It's like a. I was like a whole new. I got stuck on scuba diving YouTube videos. Really? After that. Yeah. Do you want to go scuba diving? Oh, not really. <laughs> But um, the, it was, it's the fact that it's literally just straight down and to the right, but the, just the compressions fucked him because of how um, well, it is it's a cave too. So much. And the hole was just like this, it looks like a frog pond. And then he dives down that and it's just deeper, deeper, deeper. Keeps going forever. And it's, and then, yeah, it's scary. And then his best mate, he lost his best mate, that guy who came second. And, he, and I thought that guy was going to die for a second because he kept vomiting. But he didn't die? No, he didn't die. So he's all good. And there's heaps of the like, um, they retell it when like from like an, 10 years later and it's like everyone is like confronting and they're all crying and it's really sad. Oh, they read, like they all come back together. Yeah, and tell it and it's just like really sad and just like eye-opening and it's just like another world that I didn't even know existed. That's like, remember that thing 13 Lives we watched? Yeah, that's mum. I told mum and she said that. It was, that was confronting but yeah. they, it was happy days. Yeah, exactly. Wow, man. But that, if you want like I didn't a, expect you to say any thr- of that. I didn't expect to watch it. If you want like a thrilling just documentary you can sort of learn about diving a bit and just like it's not because it's just meant to document them saving this guy, and then it turns into Dave not coming back, and it's just like you don't really know what's going on as well because it's not like the purpose didn't of the think film. They were gonna die. Nah. Oh, so is the per- is it kind of happy go lucky yeah. for a while? At the school, it's but him talking it's like, about saving the body. Then it's like, oh, fuck. Dave's just like, this is how we're gonna do it, blah blah blah, and then Dave never comes back. Wow, man. That and is. I don't funny. think I'm gonna watch it. I'm yeah. I'm glad you told me about well, it. I, was just, I'm, I might write a review on this website I watched. Like, yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, I was, was like, <laughs> go write a review on the YouTube. Yeah, man. I know. And I was just like, far out. Yeah. Oh, that is. But, um, yeah, but yeah, I thought I'd let you guys know about that one. No, that is very confront. The thing about listening to his last breath, that is. Oh man. So did it seem panicked? No. So like, no. I would, I would expect him to be like, oh fuck. <sighs> no, he wasn't. No, it was just. <sighs> And so he was full breathing normal and yeah. then just... But what caused him to die? I think it was the compression. He stayed down there for too long. There's only a certain amount. He, he got tangled. He was trying to deal with his body and he had to wrap a bag around it and carry it back and mm. like swim with it, which is heaps hard and to like do. And like pull up the Yeah, and like thing. pull the rope back. But he couldn't get it around the body and then all of his gear was getting stuck on his dead body because it was like sort of disintegrating. Mm-hmm. And he just... It was like too much and he spent too long down there and he had to turn around. And once he turned around, he, he all his gear stuck. got stuck on that dead body and all the shit down there. And then he couldn't get out, and then he <sighs> stayed down there for too long. I think he's like, like his. They said like his lungs. I watched a video after of how what happens when you. Oh yeah, yeah. What like, happens? Like everything just explodes. Like the. Oh, pressure. so it pretty much explodes. Yeah, like like inside you. It depends like what level you're at and like how it happens. But you just your body. You, no, you wouldn't feel it. You just boom. And then you're just dead. It's not instant? like it's not like you're like um um drowning. It's just bang. You're dead. Instant death. Yeah, yeah. 
Like your body just goes, this is enough. It's something about this. They went to in the science of it. I really wasn't watching that in detail to, re- to retell it. Fuck. But it was fucking confronting, man. What if I was Dave and you were Dave's best mate? Waiting for you. Waiting for me. What would you do? Are you, are you mourning as you're coming up because you just know he's not coming back or I'm not coming back? Did they, they were saying throughout it that like um, – they're in the back of their mind, they knew Dave was dead, but they also thought it's Dave. He might be able to come back. Like, That's they have hope. Yeah, they had hope, but then they get to a stage where like Dave's not coming back. Bro. A, but yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty, and it's his best mate went for him. He's probably just like, I don't know what you. I think you've probably just gone. To, he was went into like um, what's it called when you like it's life or death. Just he didn't fight know, or flight. Yeah, fight. I think he was just adrenaline. thinking about him. Yeah, yeah, and adrenaline. You would, wouldn't you? You'd think about. It's like I need to survive first. Yeah, basically, exactly. yeah. I'm also dying. Yeah, and now I need to survive. That's Fucking crazy. It was all of like the, his thing around malfunction. It got cracked under pressure. Dave got everything just went wrong, man. Yeah. That is so. Ah, yeah. Vicious. Fuck me. It was just like, it's like that. Um, You know how people go crawling in caves? I hate that. I don't know why people do it. And I also thought, like, not enough. It's a black cave. You can't see anything. I'm like, this isn't cool. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen the videos of the guys that go under their blankets and they go, uh, POV, I'm a. I'm a uh, cave diver yeah, yeah. I'm a cave climber or whatever they're called and it's like yeah man, I'm just wedged in between these two <laughs> rocks I can actually not really breathe but I'm having the time of my life yeah, I've got to breathe all the way out to get through this little next bit how can that be fun <laughs> well, I don't know that is the craziest thing to me I saw someone explain it it's like seeing like things that some only like one person has seen or no one's ever seen before and there's still there's cool things on like the rock formations because you ever been like those cool crystal places in like wherever they are in Australia. I went to the Janolan Caves. Yeah, once. them. They're sick. You see some shit like that. Yeah, okay. But cool stuff that no one's ever seen. And before. you're the first person to ever seen it. Well, you don't know. There's like, some people that may never see it. Before. Yeah, exactly. But that's the like cool thing behind it. But also, like, I don't care. I'll see photos. Yeah. You take a photo for me, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll know it exists. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that is so gnarly. Yeah. What yeah. about like, um, oh, let's say, if I was to <laughs> die. Okay, say I'm dead. But yeah. the way I died was. I was, I don't know, just out scuba diving, just off like where we live. Yeah. Because you can go out there to the boat. Yeah. But I got stuck in the boat and I'm dead. Okay. okay. Dead, you've mourned this, that. Cool, cool, cool. You say to the people, would you you, like if they gave you the option, like I want to go in there and get him, would you do it? Like would you want to see my dead body? Would you be like, nah, 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 nah. Ah, fuck. Ooh, I don't know, eh? If, I feel like I'd be... Are we like, if we're like scuba diving buddies, have you gone your own... <laughs> no, it's us now. It's us now. Oh, you, you just went on a random scuba yeah, diving. Yeah, 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 yeah. I text you, I'm going scuba diving, man. You want to come? You're like, no, nah, I'm good. Okay, it's like, I'm going alone then. I'm going out to the boat. You're the only person that knows where I am. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> if that... I probably wouldn't go down there, right? Nah. If you died doing it, that was like, you've just... You've just gone for a fucking scuba. I'd be like, I'll leave it at professionals. Yeah. I'll... I'll I'll look at that open casket later. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. Okay, crazy. I'm not going down. But yeah, recommend that if you want something intense and just to like, fuck, I don't know. You don't know how to feel when you're watching it, man. Wow. Nah. Okay. I appreciate you telling me. All right. I um, All this, all like the Reddit segments that we've done in the past, I have, you know, gone and I've found them, but I stumbled across this one. Ooh, so it's natural. So, I mean, they're all like, I guess, natural. You know, I look at them and I think they're funny and yada, yada, yada. But this one I stumbled upon and I was actually laughing to myself and I was like, oh, shit, better bring it up. Okay. So, the question, there was like a question and it is, if every celebrity had a name like Bill Nye the Science Guy, 
what would they be called? Ooh. <laughs> is it funny? So, some of the guys I don't know, but I just like put it two and two together in my head. Yeah, go. But some of them you do know. Okay, go. So, I'll just, I'll just kind of rattle them off. We've got Bob Ross, the painting boss. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Bean, who dies on screen. Okay, okay. I don't know who that is. Neither do I. Okay, Christopher Walken though. Do you know who that is? No. Damn. Okay, have you seen the movie About Time? Yeah. And you know the dad? Yeah, and yeah. And how, yeah. how he kind of talks and he's like very like, uh, and then he just stops and he's like, uh, you know yeah, how he talks? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Emphasizes it. I'm pretty sure this is Christopher Walken. I hope so, Walken. yeah. <laughs> I could be so wrong. Yeah. Christopher Walken pauses while talking. <laughs> well, that one's pretty good. Charlie Sheen, the cocaine machine. That one's good. <laughs> Charlie Sheen, the cocaine machine, yeah. Sylvester Stallone, the slurred monotone. Ooh, how did you come on with that? The slurred monotone. Chris Pratt, who's no longer fat. <laughs> oh, it's full new too. I know. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer, the people Nama. Okay. I don't like that one. Dr. Phil, the psychobabble shill. Okay. Yeah, we were stretching a bit there. Stephen Hawking, hardly talking. <laughs> That one's good. That one's good. Uh, Johnny Depp, Tim Burton's rep. I don't know who Tim Burton is. Yeah, okay. But, um, okay, Chris Brown, the domestic violence clown. Yeah, okay. (laughs) He beat Rihanna. Yeah. Okay, this one's kind of hard to say. It's like a tongue twister. Slim Shady, son of the spaghetti lady. Yeah. Oh, okay. You know okay. his song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arms yeah. are heavy. Yeah. Vomit on my sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hugh Jackman, the huge jacked man. Yep, good one. Right that. Keanu Reeves, the guy who grieves. <laughs> that shit. Um, I don't know who Wayne Brady is. Wayne Brady. Is it, um, and if Brady, is Brady. It Tom Brady's, he, there's like 12 brothers in there. I'm assuming he's a domestic violence guy because it says Wayne Brady who'll choke a lady. Ooh. <sighs> um... Guy Ferrari, the Burger Canary. I don't know who that is. Guy Ferrari. Guy Ferrari. White flamed head goes around, drives in, and he's like tasting food oh, at different restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. Tom Cruise, the Scientology ruse. Yeah, okay, okay. And I'm done. All right, all right. I got it. You know what Scientology is, though? Um, no. Nah. Oh, okay, don't worry about it. Went over my head. Um, we got to think of a name for each other, all right? Oh, shit. All right. Okay, am I Otway or Oddie? I got options. You, yeah. All you have is Jake. Jake Craig sucks. Jake Craig's this. Oh, yeah. Oh wait, I've got to. It's got to be Clark. Yeah. All right. Um, we'll give it. We'll actually. You can edit it. We'll yeah, just have to okay. let's think about this shit. Okay. Okay, I've got something that suits you. Okay. I've got nothing. Okay. I've got absolutely nothing. Um, oh wait, does that? <sighs> just spit it out. Okay. Oh, this is hard enough. Okay. This is way harder I'll than go. I thought. Oddie Clark has personality spark. Oh. It's yeah. I feel. I felt like it's. I was gonna say Oddie Clark, who's not scared of the dark. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What else did I have? That one's good. Oddie Clark likes going to the park. I'm just rhyming now. I don't have any. Craig doesn't. Craig doesn't rhyme with shit. I was thinking like I don't know. Trying to think of Drake or Jake Drake. (laughs) I couldn't. I couldn't get anything. Maybe try uh, if you can remember. Think of one for the next. Jake Craig. No, I've got nothing. Eh. That's funny. Oh, far out. That's hard enough. I thought they were going to roll off the tongue after listening to all them. Got nothing. <laughs> Those people are creative. Yeah, legit. Fucking oh, hell. man. Radio. Oh, I believe that. <laughs> All right. 
good episode, Jack. We've been a bit everywhere, and I kind of liked it. In all honesty, mm. in the fields, a bit funny. In the fields again, um, but just finish this on a quote, just to top everything off. Alrighty, um, I've got one. Okay, it's not enough to just meet the right person; you have to meet them at the right time. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Um, it's pretty no I've, I reckon you've had that before where it's like I'm um, right person wrong time I do you believe I in that or not I do believe in it because you connect on a certain amount of levels but then you're in different stages in your life yeah like I believe in it because I feel like um, actually in the book I'm reading she says in guys particular she, she says that's what she's found I don't know if that is the case but they're very career driven and yeah. like they want a career before they meet a girl yeah and I don't know man like oh, I've definitely felt like I've had right person wrong time but like also, I lean towards, you know, if it's the right person, I'll, I'll want to make it work. True. And at the time, I clearly didn't want to make it work. And the other person's got to feel the same way. Yeah. So, who knows? But the only time that I will believe it is, is like, if it, let's just say I, I meet a girl, I date her, and it is the right person, wrong time, and I do genuinely feel that, and then we break up and five years later, we get back together and it all works out married. Then I'll believe it. Yeah. Well, like, like you said, say we don't really, we're not, our career isn't set out, right? No. We're having a crack potty doing this, that. Yeah, we've got some ideas in the works. Yeah, we're all ideas. And then you you meet this girl who's like lovely, but she's just like a pilot, say? She's just one of the best. Flying planes. Yeah, she's like you met her and she's doing pilot school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And then she finishes and she's a flying planes and Mm. you've been dating for two years, say? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Your still potty hasn't taken off yet, Mm. unfortunately, Mm. but, and you're still just (laughs) bumbling around. Mm. She wants to fly planes around the world. Mm. And like she does. You can go with her. You can go with her if you want to. But. That's her career. Like, are you, are you? How much money does she make? Um, Give me that. Uh, two fifty. Two fifty a year. Uh, is that average that's pilot a wage? Money, yeah. Is that good? That's probably actually. You know, I wouldn't. I'd say it's not far off. Commercial pilot. Yeah. Cool. Okay. She flies around the world, and you can go with her, mm-hmm. and you got to drop everything. Mm-hmm. Or do you want to stay and do like you? Um, because it would work. If it, say say it would work if your potty had already taken off and you can just record once a week, fly back and record once a week. But you can't do that because you got to do all this groundwork. And do all the editing yourself. So your different career paths and different times. So we actually had someone ask us to edit on email today, but I'll talk about that after. Um, <laughs> dude, I kind of want to be. Oh, I want the party to work. Yeah, exactly. I want to be the one that makes her not have to work. <laughs> but I also, yeah, just am also like, like the, uh, we could have sex on the plane, <laughs> and then I'm in the mile high club. <laughs> yeah. That's going through. You. I'm sure you'd probably you could probably get that done without falling her, maybe. Okay, so okay, it's so it's like either you stop the podcast because it's not going anywhere, yeah, and it doesn't look like it's going anywhere, but I believe it will, yeah. And then she's like, "Come with me. I'm never home, but we can be together all the time yeah. and get married and do all this stuff." If you stop that, yeah. we will live a good life. I make enough money for the both of us. Yeah. But your mindset... I don't think I'll be happy. Yeah, your mindset's, I want to make my own life work. I'll do it for a week. Yeah. Get in the Mile High Club done. Yeah. Potty it is. Potty, potty it is. Potty it is. We'll leave it I'll that. be back in time for the next episode. <laughs> next week. All right. <laughs> no, that was good. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Like, subscribe, reviews. Five stars. The reviews may actually do a lot. We're going to... Alg- algorithm's taking us to the moon and um, everyone's coming with us. All our little complex characters. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you.